Blessed is the man whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. Welcome to the Riverside Flow Service from the Macarius Church Headquarters with God's servant, Bishop Eddie Addy. At the Riverside, you are watered, revitalized, established, and spurred on into victory. Be strengthened as you listen. Let us pray, Father, may we seek you more and more and find you and love you. Whom though we cannot see, we can love. And though we cannot even hear audibly many times, we can still love you. And here you say to us, I have loved you with an everlasting love that we may love you and be near you. We want to sit at your feet, Lord. Drink from the cup that is in your hand. Blessed be your name. Father, we ask you to guide us today. Lead us into all truth. Change our hearts, Lord. Take hold of our hearts. Take full control. Direct our hearts into your love. And away from all that are competing for for our attention and our love. In Jesus' name, Lord. Amen. God bless you. Please, you may be seated. It's a blessing to be in his presence. It's a blessing to be here and to hear words of life, words of hope, transforming us. And making us what he wants us to be. We are still on our series. I think I can get nearer you earlier. (laughs) Nearer my God to thee. It's also a nice hymn. Yes. So. It's important to be. In the presence of God, in spite of a lot of traffic in town, rain, heavy downpour, I mean, a lot of roads are destroyed. When it rains once, it's like there are some areas, I mean, you park your car at the filling station and walk through the mud. Otherwise, you may not even get to where you are going. But we are in it. Probably is the reason why we love God or we serve God. Because those who are in countries where everywhere is paved, they don't go to church. So we who are in places where there are no roads, 
we are always coming to pray God help us make the road we are resting the city we are binding all the demons that have carried the city and are taking it away <laughs> we scatter them by fire by lightning and by thunder you know we pray such prayers because you know our ministers they don't resign you know <laughs> yeah and they are not fired too you see so we have to be around them and just they are around still even though they don't seem to we don't know why they don't seem to understand when they give the reasons why things are the way they are we, we, we ourselves who are least we don't believe because it's like ah, how can you say that we are not children who, we don't know economics but we are not at least what we are sure of is that we are not children yes I mean children means that we are not like toddlers who can speak like my grandchildren they don't if you say hello they, they just look at you if you say how are you they just look at you they just smile you know so them, them you can say hey due to A, B, C, D and E then they don't understand so they will say oh they will just smile but for us we are a little more advanced isn't it how many will say that you are a little more advanced yeah if there is somebody who shares volume he can give me a little so that I can at least start preaching yeah because as an African preacher, I need to hear myself and boom the preacher. <laughs> so, we are blessed to be here. And we are blessed to be part of what God is doing in our generation. Today, I want to briefly again, almost every Tuesday is like a Bible study, short Bible study. So, only that I'm leading the discussion. You can't ask questions, but at least I'm leading the discussion. So you need to make notes so that when you go home, if you have any questions, you can text me. Yes. So we've been looking at the very important subject of loving God. Why? Because Jesus said that is the greatest commandment. I wish you would say maybe the greatest commandment is, I don't know, thou shalt prosper and be in health. You know, <laughs> hey, like by now, we are not even here. You see, because those who are prospered, they are not in churches. They don't go to church so easily. Those who can drive through the portals without feeling it, they won't go to church. Uh, those who don't have cars, those who came by Trotro <laughs> and Uber and walking through the mud are found in the presence of the Lord. So sometimes you don't know whether it's a good thing to pray that everybody should prosper. <laughs> and when <laughs> they came to Jesus, the man came to Jesus and then he said he wanted to follow. Jesus said he was a very rich man. Go and sell all that you have and give it to the poor. He doesn't want you to come with your riches at all. You see? <laughs> and the man went away very sad. And Jesus said that how hardly shall a rich man enter heaven? It will be easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to go to heaven. Hey! Then the disciples, when they heard the message, said, yeah, then who then can be saved? Because <laughs> the way this thing is there, <laughs> our eyes are also on money. So if we can get... So the way you are talking is like, then who can be saved? 
And Jesus said that with men it is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Which means with God, even if you don't have money, you can still, you can still, if you sell everything you have, you can still follow the Lord. Hmm? Yes. It also means that if you come to the Lord and, you know, um, you want to give up everything, it's possible. All things are possible. You can serve him in poverty. You can serve him with great sacrifices. All of them are working. So today a very important aspect of what I want to share is if you love the Lord, keep only one master. Yeah. You see, Jesus is the one who prescribed for us the greatest commandment. And then he also has something to say about how to love God or, or what it means to love God. I think on Sunday we're talking about that if you love the Lord, you will obey him. You will keep his commandment, you obey him. And Jesus took um, a, a very serious view uh, to those who claim to love him but they don't do what he's saying. And, and this is often our... Every human being has this challenge. Because one thing you read in the Bible, then when you are also doing something, you see that as if you haven't read the Bible. Or you don't understand the message. When you are bored with someone, you really want to revenge. And you hear the word that, leave it to God, leave it to wrath. Beloved, avenge not yourselves, but leave it to wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. It's not easy to read that scripture, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, and leave it. The Bible says, don't avenge. Is that also Romans 12, 19? Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. Do you see? For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will. So God will repay. So God will do it for you. You don't have to do it yourself. I mean... Sometimes you really want to show the person. So there's a feeling. Do you understand? When you've done something and hurt someone and he has felt the hurt, you see, you feel a sense of conquest. <laughs> yeah, and, and a sense of satisfaction that, yes. Or if you can't beat, you can't do anything to hurt the person, but you can say something that really cuts him to his heart. You feel relieved that I've spoken, I'm so now that I've had the chance to say what I really want to say, I'm now at peace. <laughs> Are you there still? So, it's very, very, very important what we are sharing so that we learn to do the things that really please God. We ended on Sunday by praying for two things. The scripture says, for it is God who is at work on or who is working in you the desire and the power to uh, do what pleases him. So God is engineering in your heart a desire to do what pleases him and then gives you power to also do the things that please Because your own might cannot do it. Your own... It's like... You know how many have really felt something you really wanted to do? Then you see that you didn't, you couldn't do it again. Even you want to forgive somebody, but it's very difficult. 
You say you are forgiven, but when you see the person, then you squeeze your face. <laughs> so, what we are preaching, it calls for prayer. It calls for dedicated prayer concerning what we must do. Because it's not just enough to say I'm a Christian, God should know that I love him. Or God should know that, I mean, the way I come to church, or he knows my heart. Some people say, God knows my heart. Meanwhile, all your actions are negative. Do you understand? So even though God, you may think that your heart is pure and that with your heart you are serving God or loving God, it, it, your actions are showing the opposite. And actually, actions are used to... The Bible says He weighs our actions as well as our hearts. So what is in your heart is weighed by Him. He tries the reins. He tries. So, so David prayed a prayer. He says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. But most of us don't pray. We, we just walk as though by osmosis, everything you think in your head will just happen. So those of you who are hot-tempered, you don't pray about it. Those of you who are lustful, you don't pray about it or against it. Yes. Those of you who like money. (laughs) You know, so for just these few minutes we have, I don't intend to go far. I want you to just come along with me to Luke chapter 16. Luke 16 and um, or somebody said look at Luke okay Luke 16 and verse 13 and uh, verse 13 says what let's all read together at least it gives you a chance to read the Bible for the first time this week (laughs) yeah No, let's all read go. No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. Ye cannot what? Yes. So Jesus is laying before us this very important aspect of loving which is you can only love one person. (laughs) So what he's trying to say is that if you are going to love God you can't love two people at the same time. So you love one and hate the other. So, without knowing, you are making that choice every day of your life. Wow. And which is that you are choosing to love God or you are choosing hating God. But because you think in your head that I love God, or at least, I, how can I say I don't love God? I'm a good Christian. I mean, how? Do you see? So, I can never make such a statement. Uh-huh. But... What you don't know is that by loving certain things, 
There is no God's love in you. I mean, everybody, you, you think about it. When you meet somebody and say you love the person, eh, and you find out that the person loves somebody else as well. Okay. Or let's say you have a beloved, then you see that the beloved is being blown regularly by somebody. It's, it's euphemism for another activity which I didn't want to mention. So I said blow. Euphemism, yeah. They've gone too far. <laughs> so even when the person comes, repents, and you say are forgiven, so let's continue. You are not sure. That's why when somebody comes home and finds somebody in bed with his wife, he either kills the person or he just leaves the house or kills both of them. Okay. It's like, you can't love me and love somebody else at the same time. I don't know if you understand that. Am Am I talking to myself? Yeah. I feel alone in my submission yeah <laughs> so when a sister loves a brother she says without saying that I should be the only sugar in your tea I should be the only mosquito in your mosquito net I should be the only mango on your mango tree yes <laughs> do you see and likewise a brother when he says I love you means that cut off all others and leave only me yes I don't want to see so there are some people who are very sensitive what I'm saying is very important too very sensitive to this as soon as they smell it they withdraw yeah they can't stand it at all so if somebody calls you and you pick the call and you whisper it's a very bad sign or you pick the call and then you say, excuse me. It's like, ah, why can't you speak to a person? It's your mother, it's your father, it's your brother, it's your boss. You can speak. So that you are not, you are excusing yourself or going away or into some corner to go and speak. It's like, who is that that you are talking to? Is this somebody that you love as well as you are trying to love me? Then bye-bye. Yes. So Jesus is also laying it bare unequivocally that I want to use that word because some of you, when we don't use a big word, you fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> so every now and then a big word comes, then you will say, hey, where the baby? Then wake up, then you wake up. Well, yeah. Then uh, brothel, one to one to yeah, we all understand that. Then you see that you are going to bed. Yes. So Jesus is also laying it bare that when it comes to loving God, eh, no man, no servant can, no servant can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. Where mammon 
is also a kind of veiled word for money. That you are here, you are here, you are here, you are here. And, and research has shown that it's not so easy to recover from this type of unfaithfulness. You, you, you may think it's so easy, oh, but I just did this if you just forgive me and let's continue. No, 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 it's not like that. Because what, even like those of you who sleep, blow together when you are not married, you sleep together, sleep. What you don't know is that the, the, the foundation for trust is eroded. So now the fear is that what you are doing with him, will you do with another or are you doing with another? Because he was with you when you told somebody called and said, oh, I'm at home. And you are in his house. Do you see? At St. John's. So as you are saying, I am at home. Even if you didn't say anything because your phone is off, you would have been safer. But you got the call, then you say, oh, so he can hear. But you are, with me and you are standing at St. John's, you say you are at, you are at home. Home is Bawi. So when he calls you tomorrow, and you tell him that I'm at work, he'll be asking himself that, this girl who can be at St. John's and, and say she's at Bawi. Do you see? Now that she says she's at work at Ministry of Health, do you understand? Is she really at me? So what I'm saying is that it is, I'm here, I'm here. You, you may not know what is doing to your life and relationship, but it's destroying, it's, it's, it's breaking, it's making the future bleaker. I'm telling you, you, you take it from me. As a man who has, li- who has lived, who will be almost 60 and going on retirement from snake contributions. So this scripture that Jesus shows us is explaining to us that no servant can serve two masters. So what many of us are doing, where it's like, oh, me, I'm serving, I'm doing my best for the Lord. And I'm, 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 I'm also very hard working at my work. You see that there's a conflict, but you, don't, you, you have not, you have just marked yourself as you have passed. And Jesus is saying, you cannot I don't know you whether you speak English, but look at a new international version or new living translation, any of those simpler English that may help. No one can serve two masters. This one, the words are not Peter or Paul or even Judas. These are Jesus' words. No one can serve two masters. And you think you can serve two masters? For you will hate one and love the other. So we are always loving one and hating the other. So to love God, Jesus is trying to lay it at your feet that when it comes to loving God, this law is also applied that you cannot love two masters. You will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and you will despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. Hey, it's very hot to this message. 
There are potential and what I would call competitors for your heart. So in Proverbs 4 verse 23, the Bible says that keep your heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. Keep your heart. It's like be careful what you allow into your heart. Because so many things are competing to enter your heart. And today I want to list eight of them. Yes. Proverbs 23 verse 26. It says, My son, give me your heart. (laughs) My son, give me your heart. And let your eyes observe my ways. But give me your heart is the admonition of the scripture. That's my Chinese brother. Nathan. Eh, I say Nathan. Joshua. 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 Yeah. Nihao. Good. <laughs> A little Chinese just for happiness. Yeah. He speaks Chinese, proper Chinese. Not this type that. When you are speaking Chinese, that's. Is it a word? It's not, a, it's not anything. <laughs> but how about Chin Chan Chong? No. <laughs> I hope you are hearing the word today. Alright. My son, give me your heart. Because your heart is the most important. So I thought to myself that this would be a very good prayer point. Lord, ah, Lord, I give you my heart. Is that not, Lord, I give you my heart. Lord, I give you my heart. Take my heart and mold me. Take my, my will. Conform me to your, to your, to, to yours. Ah, to yours. Take my heart, take my will, conform it to yours. So it's like, I want my heart and your heart to be connected. I want my will and your will to be connected. That's the real prayer for Christians. Because so many things are in our hearts and they confuse us. One day, during the second world war, I think it was, there was a German soldier who went into battle. And um, before he was going, he had a very lovely, lovable, sweet... You know this type of fine girls? Huh? When you marry them, he married now, then he had to go to war. So he enjoyed small... But I don't think it was more than even two weeks. Then he left for battle. So once he was in the battlefield... You know, if you ever watch um, war movies, you see the soldiers have a small photo... Of their wives or girlfriends or something. Huh? So he had one for Margaret. The girl was called Margaret. Hey. Hey, he dreamt uh, how he's coming back with energy. Oh. If you're a husband who has traveled, young husband, no, when you're old, you travel, you don't think. But young husband, <laughs> when you go on trek for two weeks, hey. You see that you can't even t- concentrate on your work because your your body will be asking questions. Your body when you sleep, when you bath, hey, when you are wee-wee, hey, Rade. Wild. 
when you wake up in the morning, you see that you are remembering things and longing. Hey, sometimes you rebuke things to go down, they don't want to go down. It's like they've remembered Margaret. Hey, so the man was dreaming and always. But the world heated up, so communication got bad. So he couldn't hear from her. She couldn't hear from him. It wasn't long. They came to, they gave a list of people who had to be released back home. They mentioned their names. He was dead thinking, hey, Margaret, I'm coming. Margaret, your lovely husband is coming. His name was not on the list. After a couple of weeks, they mentioned another list. His name was not on the list. Each time when they come to mention, all he can think about is how he will arrive home to his lovely, lovable, amiable, likable, sexy, I mean beautiful, pretty, juicy, fresh, Margaret. White lady. Do you understand? Not fair Ghanaian. White lady. Beautiful, slender, beautiful with all things are working oh finally one day they came mentioned the list and his name was there what if you could sing this song he would have been singing it all the way home when he got home he was shocked all the houses in the area were flat on the ground his heart started pounding shame my margaret is gone my margaret is gone the area of this bombing here bombing finally when he got to his road do you know what he saw his house was still there so it meant that margaret is in the house he started running. Hey, Margaret, 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 Margaret. Ah, he got to the door. Yeah, I cannot meet her panting. I have to arrange myself. Margaret, she see me. What is just that is tired and then <sighs> there was no answer there was no answer hey! he started looking through the window to see sign of life maybe she has gone out somewhere so he came knocked again then he heard footsteps. His heart. Each week. Hey, my heart. Yeah, that these are Margaret's steps. Margaret is coming. Oh, oh, oh. When the door opened. Hey. What could he see? Margaret. Looking fresher than when he left. 
looking more succulent than when and she was wearing some light very thin very light dress with a brazier so her things were moving in the eyes he was on fire from the just the sight and the look when he looked at her her hair was shiny blonde very bones this type of natural bone how do they call it double what double drawn double drawn double drawn natural one up to her buttocks her lips were moistened with with fresh uh, 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 strawberry flavored lip gloss. <laughs> it's like a, I know he, he he couldn't move because just the the, the, the scanning. No, he was dying from the scanning. He could he could just imagine what he was going to do. But do you know something? Immediately Margaret saw her. She slammed the door and closed the door in front of him. He said, Oh, Margaret, it's me. It's not a ghost. It's your lovely husband. Margaret closed the door. Do you know why? Can you imagine why there was somebody in the bedroom? Because over the man's without hearing and without knowing and in her sorrow thinking that he was also dead because they used to report so many soldiers had died this that and when she wasn't hearing from him she broke she got heartbroken was crying crying and the neighbor b who had been spying her came to just comfort he was he didn't have any bad mind but he was comforting her and before she realized she had fallen out of love with the one who she thought was dead and now was so this guy was now in the room and that is why when he came she slammed the door to his face there was somebody in the room and that's what happens to us when Christ looks in your heart, there are things. There are things. Things have occupied. When we were in they used to draw a circle to represent our new birth. And that, and there was a chair in your heart. Like your heart, the circle of your heart has a chair in it. Then S is self. And cross is Christ. So one of the designs has S it's like you are born again, but self is inside the heart. <laughs> and then Christ is outside the chair. So he's in your heart. Okay, there's a, the first one, Christ is outside. He's not in your heart. And then self is on the throne. And there's no Christ. The cross is outside the circle of your heart. The second one, Christ has entered your heart. But S is still sitting on the throne. So you do what you like and you do what you want. Because self is the one who is in charge. Then there's one where Christ is now on the throne and self is outside. Is outside. 
Because this time, Christ is fully in charge. But there are many times, what is in your heart, is, is, it has competed out the love of God. So most of the time, it's not that you don't love God or you don't want to. You, don't, you, you can't love God only because of what is in your heart. Let me give you the eight very fast. Eight things. Number one, if you love the Lord, you will not love evil. Evil is competing for your heart. In John chapter 3, verse 19. Actually, John 3, 16, you know it, isn't it? God so loved the world that I gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth him should not be by. Seventeen says what? For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Eighteen says what? He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth him is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Then verse nineteen is what we are looking at. He says, and this is the condemnation. That light is come into the world and men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. 20. 20. For everyone that doeth evil hated the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. So, 21 says what? But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, and that they are wrought in God. I'm just reading my book. This one I started before you came to church today, so you can't say that when I saw your face, then I started reading. And the scripture is here. One or two I quoted myself, then I wrote in pen, but this one is already printed, black and white, this one. Men love darkness rather than light. Men, we men, we like darkness. We like. Do you see? So evil is lurking in the shadows. And once you give yourself to it, it's like you like this type of secret life. You want something that you don't want anybody to see. Nobody should know. Hey, me, this my somebody said it's private. <laughs> A, a, a pastor asked a couple uh, uh, actually the lady first I mean he asked the couple but before the man could answer the lady said it's private he was asking about their sex life the lady said it's private so when that area is private you can do all the wrong things there and nobody can add his voice to it you can pepper your husband stab him yeah. make all kinds of whatever yeah. and then you say private Because we like darkness. When you are there with a girl, there's no light. Or it's blue light. Or red light. <laughs> there's purple too. Yes. Those of you whose rooms have this type of colored lights, you see, you are just advertising that me, I like darkness. So rather, because you can't even read in it. If I give you this book, you cannot read it. So you never read. <laughs> and you don't have even books on your phone for you to say you are reading on your phone. So when you go and buy Macarius uh, uh, 100, 51 to 100, 
You see that. You can't read it. Because your light, your, the light, you see, men love darkness rather than light. So it's like the light that can shine, which will help you to even read. There's no, I'm talking about even physical light. But the Bible is saying that men love darkness. Like when your life is dark and shady, nobody knows anything. Mm. The one who paid your rent, the one who bought the air condition, the one who uh, bought the furniture. No, no, you can't mention the name. <laughs> you can't mention because you know that it's a dark world, it's a dark zone. Your pastor cannot know, your pastor cannot ask, your sister cannot ask. Nobody can say who came to drop you, which car did you come in, who brought you, which car, which car. We want to know which car, why not? We are your sisters, we are your brothers. We want to know which car, if it's an arm robber, so that we'll help you. So you may say it's private, but when you have an accident, it will not be private. Or when you become pregnant, it moves from private to public. Number two. Okay, but let me read the scripture to you. Psalm 52, verse 1. Why boasted thou thyself in mischief, O mighty man? Why do you boast yourself <laughs> in mischief, O mighty man? The goodness of God endureth continually. The tongue deviseth mischiefs. Like a sharp razor working deceitfully. Thou lovest evil more than good and lying rather than to speak righteousness. Hey. The Bible has verses in it. Hmm? Thou lovest all devouring words. Oh, that deceitful tongue. So you see that you really love, it's like in your heart is the love for evil and the love for bad things. Watching something on your phone, you are on the car park, then your phone, no. The screen, if you shift your eyes, that you can't see. You shift your eyes because the, what is on the screen, only you can see. And you have to see because if you use... <laughs> if it shines a bit, somebody can see that. Hey, which movie are you watching there? Crash pornography. Because you love these are dark evil things that you love. It's like you love them. Love of God cannot dwell with love for evil. That's what he's trying to say. Because God is light. And in him is no darkness at all. It's wild. God is speaking to all of us. It's wild. You see that there's a limit to a certain flow with God and God things. Because your life is not plain. It's enough. Number two. Otherwise some people can collapse in the church. God loves you too much to make you collapse. 
If you love the Lord, you will not love strife. See, I'm talking about things that you can love. Do you see? Which therefore does not make you able to love God. Because it's competing with loving God as to be alone. On its own. Proverbs 17, 19 says, He loveth transgression. He that... (laughs) Love it, he love it transgression that loveth strife. Open money, why open tokwa? Some of us like strife, like and tokwa and conflict and manso And he that exalted his gate, but this first part A is very good for you. He love it transgression. That loveth strife. Every day there's a conflict with somebody. Always opposing something. Something is, you are not happy about something. Somebody that has not done something well. Somebody has annoyed you. Somebody is on your nerves. Somebody has uh, done something you don't really like. Somebody, this person, this person, <laughs> this person had. <laughs> Every day your heart is palpitating based on what somebody has heard. You heard from someone, somebody said about you, something that, that or the person looked at you or sent a, or put something on their status. They will look at what they are put on their status. They are talking about me. They are talking about me. You see, sometimes maybe even your thoughts are bothering on schizophrenia. Because in mental illness, there's an aspect that they call auditory hallucinations. Where you think people are talking about you, but they are not. Nobody said anything. Some people are chatting, standing there. Your name is not on their lips because you can't even lip read to know that they are talking about you. And they are not talking about you. But this one is talking about you, this one is talking about you, this one is talking about you, this one is talking about you. Every day, you alone have the antenna and the, and the, and the, and the <laughs> frequency to catch UHF frequency to catch uh, signals of people talking about you. You should go and check. Maybe you may not know, but maybe there's some there's some auditory hallucinations of a derogatory type bothering on mental illness that the psychiatrist can give you some tablets small tablets if you take it on a regular uh, uh, <laughs> it removes the, 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 the signal it removes the amplifier you can't hear people talking again oh true there are people who park their wild wild four wheel drives and benzes at uh, Pantai for injection, for tablets that they go for every month, every week, and so on, to help them to be normal. Correct. Oh, yes. And some of us are normal, you are working, but you have some. So, so sometimes, your reactions, no, we don't understand it. Oh, oh doctor. Absolutely. Oh, yes. huh? So they are paranoid. Yes. Because they think that others are persecuting them, talking about them, accusing them of things that they have done. So it's very true, Bishop. And it's one of the first rank symptoms of schizophrenia. First rank symptoms of schizophrenia. 
So maybe you may not, if Obika Swabodama is that he's insulting you, but maybe you yourself should say, why do I always hear people talking about me? How come that I hear people talking about me? Let me go and check. Maybe when you go and check, you see that, and you can't have any meaningful relationship because every time it's discolored by what did you say and why are you talking? Why do you, what you said means this? What you said, what, but you said that, but you said you love me. By if you love me, then uh, when you love me and then uh, when I was coming to hug you, you gave me your shoulder. And that shoulder you gave me, it means that it's hatred because the angle of uh, hugging. Oh, Bodamba, but maybe if we say it in Chi, it sounds that you are, it sounds insulting, but the reality is that you need mental, uh, uh, mental, what? State examination. Mercy. Mental state examination. I mean, for somebody listening to me, this is your salvation. It's not that there's something wrong with your spouse or something wrong with your partner or anything like that. But you are suffering from something that doesn't exist. You are paranoid. But the bottom line when it comes to loving God is He loveth transgression that loveth strife. Can you imagine somebody who loves transgression? NIV says what? Because the people transgression whoever loves a quarrel loves sin. That's why I'm saying that. You see, when you read the Bible, you read this, but will you do it? Well, you can read this, but you'll be heading towards strife. Even today, you've marked somebody down. You are going to call the person and tell him your peace of mind. You've composed a text. You are about to press send. <laughs> yes. Because my mother-in-law. My mother-in-law is worrying my marriage. I'm going to tell her my peace of mind. Even when somebody says that what you are thinking is not what it is. That's not what I meant. You say, oh, that's not what, that's what you meant. That's not, say, ah, that's not. I beg. Let me explain. Don't explain anything. I don't explain anything. Every day you want to explain something. Don't explain. I'm telling you that. That's what you said. And that's what you said. Ah, what I said is this. You won't be allowed to speak. Most relationships get destroyed. If you love strife, quarreling, he who whoever loves a quarrel, you love sin. And you will see that as you can't let something drop, you are just so nice. I love you, Lord. Oh, stop the same game. There's no one I love like you, Jesus. How can you love God whom you do not see, cannot see? And you hate your brother whom you can see. Number three. If you love the Lord, you will not love pleasure. 
Pleasure. Akonodie. Pleasure. Proverbs 21, 17 says, He that loveth pleasure shall be a poor man. He that loveth wine and oil shall not be rich. <laughs> so I tell some people, you know everywhere where food has landed. You know, every restaurant in town. Every day you are eating at a restaurant. You can never build that way. When I wanted to build, I realized that no. Bishop Dad told me, he said, you always not have money when you are building. So when you have spare money for restaurant every day, every three times a week, three times, twice, fasting crowd, every day you are eating at a restaurant, you, you are not going to, the Bible says that he that loveth, some people they love, you like eating, you enjoy, you, you know how to enjoy, you like shrimps, you know, I really like prawns, you know, and I like dide, dide. What is dide? Eh? Dide. It's tilapia. Hey. It's a type of tilapia. Tilapia. Yeah. Every day you like, I like, you know, Chinese, you know, Chinese. Then you have, you have taste. It's like, you know, they, I mean, soy sauce. Cool. They have some soy sauce. Like, you know the details of food. French cuisine. Italian dishes. Hey! Indian restaurant. It's like, this, you see, those things, they, they, they can't, you can't, won't say, somebody invites you, you can't go to church can't come for convention. But me, throughout my life, it's never been possible for anybody to say, let's go and eat here. Let's go. Where I want to go, I want to be in his presence. I love to be in your presence with your people singing praises. I love to stand and rejoice. Lift my hands and raise. The reason why some people are not here is because of what they have loved. They are playing Champions League right now. Or have they finished? Yeah. yeah. So some people can't come because they love the pleasure of soccer. Watching people dribbling, you know, and shooting. They love it. They cannot love God. You can't love God. That's why Jesus said that you can no man, no one, no servant can love two things, two masters. So if you love soccer, you see that at the Champions League, I feel so more. Oh. Ah, I dropped so more long time. But you see, the lovers of God, they are playing champions. As if they don't have a team they support. They are ready. They are in church. Because, and you are in church, sometimes you can see that there's a pool. Hey, so what is happening? Then you hear, go! Then something will run through your stomach. But you are still in his presence. And David said, I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God than to dwell in the tents. Of wickedness. If you love, you see what Jesus is explaining, loving is like loving. So, how do you love God? 
He's showing you your way. Showing you that look. Loving God, eh, it will involve eliminating other loves. Yes. Other competitors. Say, my son, give me your heart. It's like a command. It's like an appeal. It's like a request. It has everything in it. It's like a, I'm commanding you, give me your heart. I'm also appealing to you, give me your heart. I'm also asking, give me your heart. These are the things that don't help us to love God. You like series, television. I mean, I mean, I've tried to watch series. Even recently, because I couldn't find anything proper to watch. My son, my daughter also brought me their Netflix account. When I had a Netflix account, which is another dream. You don't watch, but you are still paying. You see. Then you are becoming poor. Huh? I should share the link. <laughs> God knows how you are. That's why you can't afford some things. Which is also helpful because by the time you can afford it, you don't have that great desire. Yeah. By that time, Yeah. Because <laughs> some of you, if you get DSTV, it's like you can't sleep. You, you go to work. If you are a business person, it's like your business will die. Because it's like, yeah, channel this, channel that, channel that. It's like I have 200 channels. Why shouldn't I watch them? I have to watch them. Oh, Jai. My son, give me your heart. My daughter, give me your heart. God is calling you. Take my heart. Change my heart. Take away the love of pleasure and evil. That's the, see, that's the cry. There must be a deep cry in your heart. Lord, change my heart. Lord, I don't love you. I want to love you. I want to remove this. Then you can see the things that you love, that you mention them. Sometimes it's a person's name. You mention the name and say, Lord, this person, Lord, you know it. You know how it is. Number four, if you love the Lord, you will not love silver and gold. Because you cannot love two masters. You cannot love two masters. Hey. See, you cannot serve God and mammon. I like the way the new, uh, uh, new NLT put it that you cannot serve God. And be enslaved to money. Yes. You are enslaved to money. As you meet a man who has money, that's it. You know God is finished. 
And this is true of Europe and America and all these European countries. They were the centers of reformation and revival. When you see the cathedrals in those countries, you see that they took church to a level that we have not even taken. Oh, what are you talking about? Is this a cathedral? This is a, a, a warehouse. <laughs> we are talking about cathedrals with intricate designs to glorify God. It's like I cannot build a temple just for a square and represent my God. No, 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 no. If you see the the the, the stained glass, you see the the, the carvings. Like if there's a I mean, and sometimes you can't even see how they join the thing. But from here to here is a pew. And they've designed angels and some creatures and some things be together in the arm. Oh, wow, designs. To the glory of God. They did. You see the magnificence. Even today, you are not allowed to change the outside of a cathedral. Yes, they call it listed buildings. It means that you can't change the outside. It stands as a cathedral. Only when you enter, they bought them and they use it for mosque, pub. It's a disco. It's a drinking bar. It's a library. But you are not allowed because it it is it has it was it was designed. You see, the, the both the government and the church were cooperating. So they designed it and designed the city around it. And the skyline also represents a certain beauty of the city. If you come and change it, you change the design in the city. You So many things have to be changed. So they won't allow you to change it. You serve God. But you see, the love for enslavement to money is what has changed their hearts. Today you can't find people to say go and do basenta work. Because he wants to, he wants to, he doesn't want to make even one Ghana, ten Ghana, hundred Ghana sacrifice for his God. Not at all. Now we should ask ourselves, what am I serving? And whatever you are serving, the Bible says that you cannot, you cannot. I didn't write the Bible. Maybe if I was, oh, it's not, I mean, it's not so easy. Maybe I'll say, oh, it's really some way to serve two masters. That's the word I use, really some way, which is not so clear. But our Savior, there said, no man can serve two masters. No one can serve two masters. Yes. So whatever the two masters are, we are eliminating them tonight. Silver and gold are eliminated. So, that is Luke 16, 13. In Ecclesiastes 5, verse 10, he says, He that loveth silver hmm, shall not be satisfied with silver, nor he that loveth abundance with increase. This also is vanity. So you can love silver, love money. Sometimes when you don't have money, you love money. The day I get money, the day I get money, you do everything for money. All your movements. Money, 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 money. Hey. Are you there still? Pew. 
But mark this, the Bible says, New NIV, 2 Timothy 3, 1. He says, there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money. Lovers of themselves, lovers of money. Number five, I'm almost at the end. If you love the Lord, you will not love your family so much. Matthew 10.37 He that loveth father or mother more than me. You see? More than me. That's the point he's making. You can love father and mother more than me. Those who think your fathers and mothers have sacrificed for you so much that they are so dear to you and God cannot even come between the two of you. You have to be careful. Everything my mother said, my father said, my father. It's like God cannot speak once your father or mother has spoken. Your mother makes, even she's not saying anything that you shouldn't come to church on weekdays or all night. Too. He's just saying that, hey, that's all. You extrapolate it to me. My mother says I shouldn't come to church so much. My mother said I shouldn't go to all night. My mother said I shouldn't do this. My mother said I shouldn't do this. So you don't go for outreach. You don't do basenta work. All because my mother said, my mother said, my mother is not God. Though. And my father is not God. God is God. <laughs> And he says, anybody who loves mother or father more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. It is enough. Number six. If you love the Lord, you will not love yourself so much because you cannot love or serve two masters yourself sweets you your skin sweets you everything is you me, myself I, I this my this me this my this my this as for me i don't like when as for me when people do as for me as for you you are what who am i are you god you are not god you yourself you are not god you know it already Now, sorry, and I mean, as for me, when people this, I can't. I am the type who. Hey, this type of statements when you make them. So a lot of statements. I as for me, I I I want. I am going. I am doing. I wanted. I I. You don't use I. Say one is going home. One is coming back. When one was going, one realized that. So that you remove the I, myself, and I know you from. So, oh, can you cheat? Generalize it. One is what in G? Uh-huh, there be, there be. That's not how, it's not property. Nipa, Nipa per se. Nipa kofio. Nipa kofio. Nipa kofio. Bear me a coffee. Yeah. 
Your friend is going home. Try not to use me, me, but not me, padie. Me, me, anka, me, anka, sanka, sanka, sanka. No, 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 don't speak my, my, I, my, too much. Jack, can a general? One was thinking about, one thought that one should buy this land rather than one was, so even text messages, you use one, one. One. So you wanted to ask, who are you talking about? I'm talking about myself, but I am among many, so that I don't feel so powerful. Yourself, yourself, yes. That's why yourself likes to sleep. Why some you sleep by nine o'clock, sir? God can give you an emergency too, now If you challenge God too much eh? he will scramble all this your, I like this, I am this, I want this as for me, as for me eh? I like my lunch my dinner by 7 o'clock oh as for me eh, eh, whatever me, I am a man of one wife as for me when you go to me when you egg, when you crack it and put it on the frying pan you see the yellow, you see the white but if you where is the yellow and where is the white? It's all together. Your life scramble challenging. Let me imagine, you know, I'm not the type who nyabutre. It's not good. Too much faith in I, 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 I. Don't love yourself too much. My son, give me your heart. Number seven, last but one. If you love the Lord, you will not love the world. We are saying, 1 John 2 15 Love not the world neither the thing that are in the world if any man love the world the love of the father is not in him for all that is in the world the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes pride of life is not of the father but of the world if you love the world okay, your love of the world proves that you do not love the Lord if you love the Lord, you will flash out other loves. If you love the Lord, you will not love the world. Once the love of the world is found in you, the love of the Father is in the Bible. Eh? For all that the world, uh, all that is in the world. Okay, first verse fifteen. Verse fifteen. He says, "Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him." That's why Second Thessalonians three five. He says, "And the Lord directs your hearts into the love of God, because your heart can be directed into loving other things. You love evil." When you upside, you bad things. When you, even movies, we sometimes when you are watching movie, you are praising the bad things. Yeah, this should kick, kick him, kick him, kick 
him. No, don't let him go. The guy is dying first, so don't let him die easily. Cut off his head. Cut off his head. Somebody is married, and there's some very beautiful girl that he has fallen in love with. No, when he said, I mean, girl, no. Oh, but his wife is the so colo girl. Bina, and the wife is just in the house. She's just cooking, and she has made herself some grandmother be in the house. And this girl, the one who really makes the man happy. That you are Christian, oh, she movies now. When when the man is with the girl, no, then you are so happy. My mother used to do that. Quando says mea. Some guy be some Diego or something had married some uh, um, I forget her name and then some Paloma girl. It's like she, it is the Paloma that she really loved, but not uh, yes. Hey. My old lady mother, Tihona, eh, Paloma no them a no wife no oh no baby no what in conquest can cross from one seminar no no to Paloma do you know why no why hey oh lady oh she was exalting the the the, the adultery <laughs> mercy And watching the movie, they are blowing. Then you are so happy. It's like, wow, it's very nice. My God, they are doing it well, pa. The man is, the girl is hot. The girl is nice. The girl is this. Then you are using words that they are using in the movie. And check, who Christian sister say, oh, you are, you are looking hot. You are looking hot. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your Christian sister you are looking hot. Hey, Tina. You are singing nice, oh. You are looking so hot, Nekke. You are sorry, that man will be minister to the Lord. Now, I've about him. Say, oh, hot. Oh. You're looking juicy, oh. This your bone straight head, yeah. I can't imagine it waving in between your. Now, what can be be foolish? Because what could she movies? I'm a enter. You see, when we say go and listen to preaching and what preaching, you go and listen and watch. What so cool movie, no man? The words and the feelings. You know, sometimes you can get a feeling from the movie. The feeling has overpowered your spirituality. You have been you have received impartation of adultery, fornication, and multiple partners in the from the movie. How can God's love dwell in us? These are the things. Me too, I'm also speaking. I can see the things that are fighting to enter my heart and I'm always praying Lord clean my heart purify my heart these songs we will sing them quietly in our room as you think that we it's because we are coming when we are even singing it in worship it's not real because it's not like anybody is trying to purify my heart let it be as gold and precious silver we are telling God that Purify, there are things 
like how that guy was in Margaret's room and the husband couldn't enter there are things that are in our bedrooms there are things in the sitting rooms of our lives that must be removed so that the love of God can find a resting place let it be as gold a purified purified pure gold refined as far my as one desire is to be holy set apart for you Lord I choose to be holy set apart for you my master ready to do your way see that as you are kneeling down then you feel so broken as you can see how far you are from somebody who is consecrated and dedicated to this holy God it's our daily fight when people praise you oh what a word word. you know you know how even I came by this message how can I receive praise from it Lord purify my heart I don't want money to be my heart I don't want okay the next last one have I told you about the world a brother who loves the world loves parties music worldly music money riches clubs drinking smoking fooling drugs women men clothes and every other form of vanity cars the things that are in the world you have to really pray about it because those desires they take you away from god's love you'll be a church member but you don't love god you can even be a pastor but you are more interested in the money that comes from the pastoral work don't really love god finally if you love the lord you will not love you will not give your love to women This one is for brothers. I'm not going to say and men. No, it's for brothers. Every time we are trying to confuse the way, what about the women? What about the men? There's no need to call any... It's about women. Because brothers have problem with women. If you are a sister, you will have problem with men. It's up to you. Be there. Advise yourself. Don't come and spoil my message. Are you there still or you've gone home? Oh, my time. First Kings 11. You read about um, Rasolo. Hmm? He says, But King Solomon loved many strange women together with the daughter of Pharaoh. Then he lists women of the Moabites. Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Zidonians, Hittites. Ish. No, 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 no. Are you two are there, brother? Ope Aigbeni, Ope Fantini, 
open cranny. You like Ogbolo. You like Slimy Dingy. You like you like fair Ibo girls. <laughs> you like uh, dark beauty, like black beauty. Now you see a fair girl with plenty hair, whether wig or natural. You 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 can't sleep. You can't rest. You have to have. Oyale. You see, Lady Pastor Edwita, fair skin. Now, why you're confused? Meanwhile, she's older than you too. Whether the person is older, younger, fatter, slimmer, whatever, you don't mind at all. Just say, you are into Zidonians, Moabites, Ammonites, Hittites, daughters, princesses of Egypt. What? I crack it. Verse 2 Of the nations Concerning which The Lord said unto the children of Israel Ye shall not go into them Neither shall they Come in unto you For they shall surely Turn away your heart After their gods Surely I'm telling you But Solomon Clave Unto them In love so you are King Solomon, you are wise, but you are not in love with God. Because listen, oh, verse 3 says, And he had 700 wives, princesses, and 300 concubines. Brothers, you have to be careful. You can easily go after a thousand girls. It can work for a long time. Whether short, slim, plump, fancy, ewe, crobo, yellow crobo. Whether Nigerian, whether Bukinabe. Do you see? Francophone, Anglophone, South African. One brother said he went to South Africa when he saw, because most of them they are fair, like South African. They, they don't, I don't know whether they are black like me. That very fair. Most of them are fair. Yes. When he got there, he, he said, hey! This one, if Bishop transfers me, I tell him that no, I don't come. I say, Marco Cornier, yeah. Where the Bishop transfer, but make us remember. And Marco Cor. He has 700 wives, 300 girlfriends, and his wives turned away his heart. Yeah. For it came to pass. Listen, no. For it came to pass when Solomon was old that his wives turned away his heart after other gods and his heart was not perfect with the Lord his God as was the heart 
of David his father. Hey. For Solomon went after Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Zidonians, and after Milcom, the abomination of the Ammonites. And Solomon did evil in the sight of the Lord and went not fully hey, after the Lord as did David his father. So the question is, have you gone fully after the Lord? Because you may not know the influence of a woman over you that can turn you away from your God. Then did Solomon build an high place for Chemosh the abomination of Moab in the hill that is before Jerusalem and for Molech the abomination of the children of Ammon hey. and likewise did he for all his strange wives which burnt incense and sacrificed unto their gods and the Lord was angry with Solomon because his heart was turned from the Lord God of Israel which had appeared unto him twice Hey. The girls came. So we'll come back. So we will not come. My, 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 my mother gave me. My mother gave me. I cannot throw my mother's God away. My father in our house. Our, my father, this is the God that have brought us to school and gave us all, made us all beautiful like that. So if you love me, you love my God. Hey. Oh, you people, eh? me and me, me, I serve God. Oh. But you see, a girl's influence, you have no idea. Philip, watch out for a lady's influence. Yeah. How your, your heart can be deadened. Because many ladies are not spiritual. Many, I'm not ashamed to say that, are not spiritual. The Bible says the adulterous woman, she hunts for the precious life. So you, you have to be careful, brothers, because they say the three G's is the gold, the girls, and the glory. These are the three pitfalls of modern ministry, of modern men in ministry. Yeah. It's the gold, the money, it's the girls, and it is the glory, it's the fame, the pride of the ministry, the elevation, the exaltation. The girls. So when if you are a girl, careful of your influence away from God. If you marry somebody who is a pastor, don't don't quench the fire and descend an anointed person who is a city taker or nation taker and turn him into a domesticated animal. Solomon loved many strange women. Loved them. Clave unto them in love. Because you see, Jesus is saying you cannot love too much. So once you are loving these girls, you love them. So you can't love God. That's why you can't put your foot down. 
and say, no idols here. Hey, go, 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 go. Hey, all those 300 people with their idols, they go away. I don't want to see them here. Look, I love you, but I don't like this type of thing. I cannot love you more than I love God. I think there's a song that I cannot love you more than I love the Lord. Yes, I cannot love you more than I love the Lord. Many women have been the reason why brothers cannot go on missions. Because they want a normal life where they shop at Max Mart and eat at Kuala. And other things from eBay. So for every brother, it's a warning of purpose. Yes. For all of us, it's a warning of purpose. Those who have found other loves, you can see that it's drawing you away from God. You can't even pray. You can't read your Bible. You're affected. God is saving you. God is delivering you. Lift your hand. Father, thanks a million for the blessing of your word. Beyo Tamia Hakinda Libarada Zoama Tabieta Solima de Limicarados Jesus Simina Mahande Laboria Jacota Simia Cadale Remacosia, my father Baluco Riama Gente Becoria Bazaba Dulia Maranda Ilele Bawadiaga Zolima. Oh, my father, I give you my heart today. My heart is yours. Take my heart, Lord. Take my mind, Lord. Take my body, Lord. I surrender all to you. Balie to Sama. Shende me Korama Jabadoria Bahada. Pray for yourself that nothing can take your heart, take you away. Nothing can. Take the place of God in your heart, the best place of your life. Namano kapala majada, mando baduri abashada laba, mendo monuri abashada baduriya, mendo manuri abakavaderiya, zima nolo moshima namana, e manuri abashada baderiya ba. Oh mighty God, my. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your hand. Surrender yourself to the Lord. Lord, I give you my heart. Lord, I give you my soul. Lord, I give you my everything. Take my heart. Take my mind, take my my soul, take my my strength, whatever is in me. Take it, Lord, and use it. That I can love you beyond anything in this world. That I will not love evil. Evil will not find its place in my heart. Strive. 
Oh my God. Pleasure. So many things competing for your love. My God. The family. It's such a close-knit family. My Lord, I can see that it's, it's pulling me away from my king. My God, my maker. Myself. I always want to preserve myself. I want to keep myself secure. I want to save myself. I want to hide myself. I want, I want to, I want my needs to be met. I want certain things for just myself. Oh my God. The world all around us, always showing us on television. Showing us things on billboards, showing us things on the internet, things are drawing us. Oh God, the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, they are just competing, trying to take us and draw us away from you. Oh my father, have mercy on us, have mercy on us, and for us, oh God, who are men, so many women. The last of the flesh, the women of this world, those that are not even interested in ministry, that we have aligned ourselves with to pull us away from your heritage and from your calling. We ask for your mercy, we ask for your grace. Strengthen your young ones, strengthen your little ones, give us the strength, the tenacity, give us the boldness to stand our ground and fight up the Moabites and fight up the Ammonites and fight up the Hittites and fight up the, the princesses of Egypt and deliver us from Milcom and Chemosh oh yes the abominations of these nations oh my God Ashtoreth save us oh God and bless us for everyone I pray for your mercy for your mercy for we have allowed other things into our hearts and relegated you to the background like an unwanted stepchild oh my father i pray for everyone turn our hearts in the direction of god's love take our hearts lord you said my son give me your heart tonight we declare take our hearts take my heart take my soul take my mind take my strength take all that is within me show me mercy and help me to love you more in jesus precious name amen lift your hand let's pray this prayer together if you are here you don't know jesus as your savior this is a very important prayer to pray i need you to pray it if you are watching on facebook pray with me say heavenly father thank you for tonight i come to you just as i am please forgive me for all my sins and wash me with your precious blood from today i will serve jesus i will follow jesus for the rest of my days please write my name in the book of life i'm yours forever in jesus name amen my heart has found in you a hope that will abide we 
trust you have been refreshed by the word of truth, rightly divided by Bishop Eddie Addy from the Macarius Church Headquarters. Join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. and on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m. on the Riverside Flow Service. And connect with Bishop Eddie Addy on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Sweet Melodies 94.3 FM. God richly bless you. Take